0: Good evening, everybody. I'm Jared Smith of the Carolina Weather Group here to update you on the latest on Hurricane Isaías as it moves through the Bahamas, approaching Florida, and eventually the Carolinas as we get into early next week. So let's just take, take it right from the top here with the latest advisory from the Hurricane Center as of 8 o'clock on July 31st. center of was located 175 miles south-southeast of Nassau. It's moving uh, northwest at 15 miles an hour with uh, maximum sustained winds of 80 miles an hour. This is up a little bit from 5 p.m. Um, and what's down a little bit from 5 p.m. is the air pressure. The central, uh, central pressure of the storm is down to 987 millibars. So we are seeing Isaías gradually begin to strengthen a little bit despite some southwesterly wind shear that's going to be with it for much of its life uh, as it makes its approach to the eastern United States. So again, you know, we'll watch where it's going here. By tomorrow where it's going to be approaching the uh, east coast of Florida, we have hurricane warnings in effect out here. Um, It's going to kind of traverse the coast a little bit, may come inland a little bit. Um, The Hurricane Center is uh, anticipating interaction with land and um, the aforementioned wind shear to help weaken this back down to a tropical storm. Now, weaken being a relative term, um, you know, tropical storms are, can still be certainly potent. This will be no, uh, no exception to that rule uh, as it'll be a minimal tropical storm, or a maximum tropical storm rather, with 70 mile an hour winds. So uh, that tropical storm will re-emerge into the Atlantic and uh, get very close to Charleston by Monday afternoon. By about 2 o'clock or so, it should be about 40 miles offshore of the Charleston um, area so again that's going to be something that we're going to need to watch closely for the potential for tidal flooding uh, in the Charleston metro area on the north side of the storm Uh, heavy rain uh, winds at the coast certainly an issue rip currents are going to be an issue Um, we're going to run into problems with high surf and maybe even some beach erosion as EAS begins to accelerate um, on Monday afternoon into Tuesday it'll uh, make landfall somewhere between Georgetown and Wilmington And then accelerate up into the uh, eastern North Carolina, Uh, moving through there uh, late in the day, Monday, early Tuesday. And then by Tuesday afternoon, it's a memory. It's gone. It's going up to New York and it's going to um, cause quite a bit of rain uh, out there in um, up in uh, New England with possibly a predecessor rain event actually developing up there. So, again, uh, right now, the things to watch, um, you know, knowing your evacuation zone. So I know that Ocracoke is going to, has an evacuation now in place for visitors and we'll go into, uh, the evacuation goes into effect for um, residents at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, so that's something that we're going to need to watch. And again, no evacuations are being called for South Carolina right now, um, but there is a state of emergency in North Carolina for is- uh, Isaias as the storm approaches. Um, we'll need to see what happens as far as track and intensity goes again there's a lot of room to move here there's a lot of wiggle room We're kind of threading the needle with this a little bit and we're gonna to need to make sure that you know these things can and do change. You know we've seen a trend to the west today because the storm has been weaker. If the storm becomes stronger it's a possibility that the track could move right and the landfall location may once again be Hatteras or uh, elsewhere on the outer banks. And so that's certainly something that we're going to want to watch uh, over the next couple of days. This this forecast is not set in stone yet. This is not completely done. Um, so. On Friday afternoon, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper and other state officials held a news conference to discuss their preparations for the storm. Here's what they had to say.
1: Well, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Today, we're going to give an update on North Carolina's preparations for Hurricane Isaias. Although the track and destination of the hurricane are in flux today as models differ, Now is the time for North Carolinians to prepare. Hurricane preparations will be more complicated given the COVID-19 pandemic, and families and businesses need to keep that in mind as they get ready. Based on its current speed and path, the hurricane could reach our coast as early as Monday, making its greatest impact Monday night and maybe even into Tuesday. Already, there's a threat of dangerous rip currents at our coast And the danger of tropical storm force winds is increasing. The state Emergency Operations Center, the EOC, already activated for COVID-19 has been activated as well for Hurricane Isaias and state and local response teams are at the ready. And today I've declared a state of emergency to help our state prepare. Please follow any local evacuation orders that may be issued. We're urging anyone who has to evacuate to try and stay with family and friends. And if that doesn't work, staying at a hotel, if you can afford it, as the first two options, the state will coordinate shelters for those who need to evacuate who can't find other arrangements. The reason we're asking people to make shelters their last resort resort is because social distancing and precautions that go along with a shelter in a pandemic. Because of our ongoing battle with COVID-19 people needing a shelter will be screened for symptoms and given personal protective equipment like masks at the shelter. If someone has symptoms of COVID-19, the state has different sheltering options available where it's easier for people to isolate. With the right protection and sheltering, we can keep people safe from the storm while at the same time trying to avoid making the pandemic worse. A hurricane during a pandemic is double trouble, but the state has been carefully preparing for this scenario so that we can do our best to keep people safe from the weather as well as the virus. I'm grateful for our state emergency response team and all of their efforts to prepare including the know your zone evacuation strategy. The goal is to look back and say we overprepared and that means we must not be caught off guard. I'd like to ask our director of emergency management Mike
2: Sprayberry to share more about our state's preparations. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is day 144 of the COVID-19 response at the State Emergency Operations Center. As of 0800 this morning, the State Emergency Operations Center is now activated for both Hurricane Isaias and the ongoing COVID-19 response. That includes partners like the State Highway Patrol, The North Carolina National Guard from our own parent agency, the Department of Public Safety, as well as other partners from other state agencies like DOT and DHHS, our federal partners from FEMA, nonprofit partners like the American Red Cross, and private sector businesses that participate in the North Carolina Business EOC. We are coordinating closely with our counties, especially those near the coast, as they make preparations and finalize any decisions about evacuations, sheltering, and other preparations that will be needed. We're making sure our swiftwater rescue teams and other response assets are ready and that they have the PPE they need to operate in the COVID-19 environment. We're also preparing to push packs of commodities like water, food, and tarps to place where they're needed. Now is the time that we all need to be personally prepared for this storm with a plan and an emergency kit. In your emergency kit this year, be sure to include face coverings, hand sanitizer, and cleaning products to help keep your family healthy. Visit ReadyNC.org for a complete list of items to include in your emergency kit. The ReadyNC mobile app has been retired. But all of the same emergency and preparedness resources are available on the mobile-friendly ReadyNC.org website. As the Governor was talking about, sheltering is going to be different this year. As I've stated before, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused some changes in the way we are looking at evacuations and sheltering. Here's how things will be different this year. We ask you to review your evacuation plan and follow these steps. If told to evacuate by your local officials, evacuate as requested. Evacuate the shortest distance possible. Get out of the impacted area. Due to the pandemic, try to stay with family, friends, or a hotel to minimize contact with others. If this isn't possible, go to a shelter. If you live at a safe place inland, please do your part and offer to let family or friends evacuate to your home. Both non-congregate and congregate shelters will be opened this season for evacuees who require sheltering support. Local governments and the American Red Cross are working to implement health screening, social distancing and cleaning protocols in shelters to prevent the spread of the virus. Many of our county partners are planning to make earlier decisions on evacuations to give more time to execute these evacuation plans during the COVID-19 pandemic. As always, you should follow your county government website and social media channels for instructions involving evacuation and reentry. The Governor talked about the Know Your Zone program. It's also in effect this year. Twenty coastal counties have developed coastal evacuation zones based on areas most at risk due to storm surge and river flooding. Please visit KnowYourZone.nc.gov to see if you live in one of these zones. If you do, remember your zone and listen for it if evacuations are needed and ordered. The zones labeled A are red in the Know Your Zone maps. They are the highest risk areas and likely to be evacuated first if needed. The B zones are slightly lower risk and so on. Again. That's knowyourzone.nc.gov to determine if you are in a new coastal evacuation zone. By following these steps, we can all stay safe during Hurricane Isaias and the rest of the hurricane season. With kindness and cooperation, we'll all get through this together as one team, one mission, and one family. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Mike. The last few months
1: have not been easy. But I appreciate all of your team's efforts to make sure North Carolina is ready for anything that comes our way. I'd also like to recognize Colonel Glenn McNeil, the commander of the North Carolina State Highway Patrol. Colonel McNeil. Thank you Governor Cooper for your leadership.
3: Thank you to the Department of Public Safety Secretary Eric Hooks. As the State Highway Patrol joins our DPS partners, in formulating a response plan to this storm to assist residents and visitors alike. A message to all who are currently along our coastline, please keep informed of storm-related information at ReadyNC.org and plan ahead by learning your evacuation routes at DriveNC.gov. As always, turn to the multiple Multitude of valuable resources available online such as the Department of Public Safety's website The know your zone information and please keep our emergency phone lines open for true emergencies We stand ready to surge into impacted areas at a moment's notice. Thank you governor
1: Thank You Colonel McNeil to you and your troopers for your work in keeping our residents safe We will hope for the best, but prepare for the worst with Hurricane Isaias. As this storm draws near, please stay tuned to your local forecast and any updates from local emergency managers. We'll continue to update as needed from Raleigh.
0: Also on Friday, we heard from South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster on how his state plans to prepare for Isaias.
4: Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for, for coming and for tuning in. Uh, Holly May, thank you very much for signing. Josie McDaniel Burkett, nice to see you again. Now from the National Weather Service, John Quayarello.
5: John Q. Thank you, Governor. Isaias strengthened to a hurricane overnight and currently is moving to the northwest across the southern Bahamas. Isaias is forecast to remain a hurricane with some changes in intensity as it moves northwest across the Bahamas Then near the east coast of florida through the weekend the forecast has been consistent in showing the system turning to the northeast then accelerating up the southeast u.s coast passing south carolina sometime on monday there is some uncertainty as to how strong the system will be as it nears but the current forecast indicates category one hurricane strength there are increasing risks of impacts from winds heavy rainfall and storm surge in south carolina based on the latest forecast trends, which takes the center of Isaias closer to the South Carolina coast. Additional changes in the track and timing should be expected with the approach of Isaias still a few days away. It should also be noted that a hurricane remaining offshore will have significantly less impacts than something moving along the immediate coast or certainly onshore along the South Carolina coast. So now's the time to begin your hurricane preparations especially for residents living along the coast of South Carolina. You can find preparedness information along with the latest forecast from the National Hurricane Center at hurricanes.gov. Thank you. Thank you, John.
4: And again, these South Carolina Emergency Management Division has these hurricane guides. They really have a lot of great information in there for, for those who are looking for good information, and I presume this is on the website and can be easily accessed. Just a number of points about this uh, this storm, this uh, Hurricane Icy Isis. Uh, we've been through these before, as you know, so we are, f- are fully prepared, uh, as you have seen in other other hurricanes and storms. So we're, we're ready. Uh, right now, we have no intention of issuing a hurricane-related uh, uh, security uh, order. That is, in no state of emergency should be issued for this hurricane at this time or this storm at this time. We have no intention of issuing an emergency evacuation order at this time. No intention of emergency evacuation order. It, it looks like it will not be necessary, but we certainly hope not. But we will certainly keep you informed. Uh, also, we would ask again that particularly the coastal residents be sure and take a look at this. We have some new people that have moved into the state and some that may have forgotten some of the precautions that are necessary. But we ask you to stay informed, to stay tuned to the official messaging outlets in the state. You'll be seeing John Q. and others. Get your information there, and let's be safe. But but right now, we're hoping this storm will not... Uh, hit us hard if it if it hits at all, but at this time we have no intention at all of of declaring in any sort of evacuation at this time. Mr. Stenson, yes, Emergency Management Division. Yes, sir. Thank you.
6: Um, well, we're closely monitoring obviously the the forecast and working with county emergency managers at the local level, certainly our state power uh, partners and the National Weather Service to respond to this storm and. Team South Carolina has had a great deal of experience uh, in the last several years preparing for, responding to, and recovering from from hurricanes. And that's, without a doubt, our greatest strength that we have here in South Carolina. Uh, A major part of our recent planning has been how to conduct uh, emergency operations in a COVID environment. Uh, And we have worked closely with DHEC uh, and our other state partners to prevent the spread of uh, the virus uh, during uh, any kind of storm response. Uh, accordingly, we have developed and published a separate plan to conduct hurricane operations in a COVID environment, uh, and that includes providing transportation and sheltering, uh, and that also includes as a part of that, uh, screening, personal protective equipment, uh, isolation areas in terms of the uh, uh, of the shelters, and then also uh, uh, adjusted feeding arrangements to maintain that uh, social distancing. We've never actually conducted uh, hurricane operations during a pandemic here in South Carolina. But we're confident that those plans that are in place right now that we have will uh, will carry us through that and be successful. We were able to test uh, those plans on a small scale in April during the April tornadoes uh, when we uh, actually sheltered about 200 residents at the time. So we've actually had a, an opportunity again to test that on a small scale. Uh, currently, we're watching the progress of the hurricane, obviously, in the Caribbean. We started uh, yesterday conducting daily Uh, conference calls coordination calls with the counties to identify any issues or unmet needs that they might have Uh, and to this point they have none uh, in that area so uh, no support required right now Um, and as the governor mentioned no evacuations are being planned uh, but we will probably have to support some sheltering for those people that uh, may be in uh, structures they feel are unsafe during a tropical storm or hurricane force winds that the possibility there so uh, but that'll be as requested by uh, the local authorities Um, and also as the governor mentioned uh, just as we're preparing we'd ask all the citizens here in south carolina to prepare for not just this particular event but any other event that could happen here in south carolina Um, things that they need to do to rev- uh, review for their personal safety and their personal plans and things like emergency supplies with enough bottled water and uh, uh, food for uh, non-perishable food for at least three days and having flashlights extra batteries weather radios that sort of thing uh, copies of important documents like uh, insurance and uh, birth certificates so you can get at those quickly uh, certainly preparing your home for mercy conditions by making sure the gutters are cleaned out uh, storm drains are clear and Lawn furniture, anything that might blow blow around is also uh, secured and that sort of thing. Keeping your cell phones uh, and mobile uh, devices charged in case of power outage is very critical. Um, and then also 60% of the, our residents have pets. Uh, they need to have a pet plan and make sure that you, you can take care of those while uh, you've got uh, got this particular or the, any particular event going on. Uh, and then as the governor also mentioned, stay tuned to... Uh, to uh, your local trusted verified sources for the latest news and make sure that you stay informed uh, as situations unfold and uh, as they progress. Um, so, a couple last items. One is that hurricanes are not just coastal events; uh, they will be sometimes inland impacts. Uh, you know, certainly throughout the Low Country and back into the Midlands. And not expecting from this particular storm anything in the Upstate, but if we ever have a uh, serious uh, Category 3 hurricane here in South Carolina again, there's no doubt that there'll be impacts uh, in the upstate as well. You could end up with hurricane-force winds up there. So we need to look at it from a holistic uh, statewide standpoint. So we would uh, encourage uh, all our citizens to develop their own plan, be their own emergency manager, uh, identify their threats, and uh, come up with how they were going to operate in an, in an emergency situation and in a threat environment. We've got a couple of good tools to help them with that. We've got our website at scemd.org, which is full of information on how to prepare for and uh, how you operate during an event, and then after an event as well. Uh, and then we've also got a mobile device, the South Carolina Mercy Manager app, that you can carry around with you all the time. You can actually actually uh, have a uh, uh, your own plan in there, keep uh, important numbers in there, uh, inventories of your your supplies, and that sort of thing. So it's well worth uh, downloading onto your uh, onto your mobile phone, and that's available at Apple. The Apple Store or at uh,
4: Google Play. Uh, thank
0: you, sir. Thank you, thank you, Kim Simpson. We're going to be here with you through it all um, over the weekend and into early next week as we deal with uh, Hurricane and Tropical Storm Isa Eas. Hopefully, it becomes a tropical storm by the time we're talking about it uh, on Monday for the Carolinas. So, until then, I'm Jared Smith with the Carolina Weather Group. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all over the internet at Carolina WX Group. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good night.